interesting to kick off. But in the meantime, you got me right here. Let's go. They say, really, ain't no party like a cowboy party. Shout out to everybody that's watching, listening, and being part of this episode. And happy Saturday to you all that's here. Let's go. Be sure, be sure on your way in to smash that like button, share this content. Let a friend or a neighbor know where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboy Sports Talk and beyond. Shout out to all of the HBOs, the SGs. Let's go. Turn me up. That's the share gang. Let's go. Mama said there'll be days just like this, right? And what we tell them, no days off. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Let's go. Let me see some blue hearts in the chat, baby. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let me know if y'all like that new splash. I put a little blue in it, you know, had to change it up a little bit. Let me know if you guys like it. You know, here it is again. Whenever it decides to go play, here we go. <laughs> you know, let me know if y'all like that flavor. Let me know if y'all like that flavor, Cowboy Nation. The name is Law Nation. Uh, I spent all night trying to, to uh, design that, and I hope that you guys see it different. And shout out to you, C Nicks. Yes, this is live. Shout out to you, Jermaine, CJ. Appreciate you guys. Tony, Valeti, Valeti. That's how you say your name, Valeti. <laughs> shout out to you, Sean. Appreciate y'all, man. All right, so I got catfished or pretty much clickbaited into uh, talking about this. <laughs> and I was ready, man. I was ready to come with all of the heat. And then it hit me. I said, oh, they did it for shock value. You know, let me show you this ranking right quick. Boom. <laughs> and if you look at the list here, if you look at the list here, I'm going to cover it and put it over my face. And for those who watch via podcast, what they have is the top 25 players in the NFL under 25, right? Years of age. And I was looking at that list. If you guys can see that list, let me know if you can see that list. And I was trying to find Parsons. I was just, that was the number one guy that I was looking for was Parsons. And I couldn't find Parsons at all. So I was sitting here like, come on, man, what are they doing? They clickbait me. And then uh, I was looking for C.D. Lamb. I was also looking for um, at least Trayvon Diggs. I get it, right? He give up a lot of yards for, for a lot of people. But I was looking for those boys. And, and when you look at this list, you would not see their names. But when you start counting, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, there's no 12. <laughs> and then you got 11, 
13. Oh, there's no 14. So what they're doing is they kind of clickbait me into talking about this this morning. And I was like, because at first I just looked at the 25 list. And you know, you're looking for your team. You're looking for C.D. Lamb, Trayvon Diggs, and you're looking for Parsons immediately, you know. <laughs> so I was like, ah, they got me, you know. And that's the problem. They clickbait me, but they clickbaited me. They got me for the shock value. Shout out to CB, is it C, yeah, CBS or what have you, uh, or whoever that, the company that did this one. And the list is the list, and I'm quite sure by guys somewhere in there. But it is what it is. Shout out to you, James. Shout out to you, Sally Lawyer. Thank you guys for being part of this particular episode. So far as OTAs and as well as um, the news and the notes that's going around is, of course, we heard this last year about Tony Pollard. Yes, he can catch out of the backfield. Yes, he can run routes. Yes, he can be a slot wide receiver. Yes, he may be the best running back on your team, according to most, right? But I'm telling everybody, the mixture of Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott will be better. And if they can get to 20 personnel or 21 personnel, I wouldn't mind the Cowboys loading up 22 personnel. I wouldn't mind that. You have to utilize this kid, Tony Pollard. You got to know what you're going to get out of him. And that's right, James. Shout out to you. Earl, appreciate you. Good morning to you all. I hope you guys got your coffee. I got mine, right? Uh, I hit those likes for you. Yeah, Mayfield, baby. <laughs> appreciate you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Uh, Oxnard Fund, appreciate you. Shout out to y'all, man, that's on the Oxnard Fund. <laughs> Trust me, you will see some unbelievable stuff out there if allowed, you know. They started to crack down on a lot of stuff, and shout out to Cowboys.com, and and I I was trying to tell them, look, we on the same team. I'm not your enemy. We on the same team. So uh, if you guys can let the Cowboys community know that we are all on the same team, we want our team to win, and I get it. Everybody wants to be competitive. Everybody wants to compete. And uh, and these sorts of things, but I, we all we on the same team. The common goal for the content creators versus the dot com guys or versus the radio station people, it, there shouldn't be no competition. So that's why when people be saying, "Hey, hey, lot, you better than them or you better than this," no, let's stop that because what's happening is that not everybody got thick skin, and they would look at it like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna." shut him at down to prove that I'm better. You know, no, 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 no. And, and I'm not going to call out the name, but I had uh, a cowboy staff reach out to me and said, law, can you, can you not post uh, 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 highlights or what have you? And I said, okay, but at least they had the courtesy to reach out to me, but we on the same team. That's how I look at it. We, we are on the same team. Whatever I produce or put out is not to, uh, ridicule, sully, or denigrate, or to take away from the marketing department. It's not. If anything, we will be better together, right? I just, we will be better together if the Cowboys 
can reach out back back out to me and say, hey, when you click and watch law, it's like clicking and watching the Cowboys community. Because I'm I, I should have just had my name, Cowboys Law Nation, you know, but that's too many words in it. But I hope that they can stop being worried about me. They need to stop being worried about me. Uh, and, and and at the same time, I think that for what I bring to the table brings value to the Cowboys community. It's not like they look at the content and be like, hey, man, you selling. I'm, I, I at least be the person that when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. When I'm right, I'm right. But when it's somebody that stepped on somebody's feet, at least law going to call it out, right? <laughs> That's just the reality of it. But it is what it is. Shout out to the Cowboys.com and shout out to their uh, uh, staff and community over there. But there, there shouldn't be uh, a, a fight for views or what have you. <laughs> shout out to you, Brian Bradford, man. Uh, why won't they say that? Yeah! Why? Look, that's my thing. You know what really... Like the mark, like like this is just me just being real and one hundred with you guys. You know what's a real slap in the face to the Cowboys community and all of the content creators? You know, I'm just being real transparent. Is when they reached out to Stephen A. Smith to have him to do the uh, little bit or little skit or what have you. That was that that was a whoever in the marketing department. They should have reached out to the. Content creators, they could have reached out to anybody who really support the team versus somebody who belittles, talk, be merch, be, be smirch, all of that. You know, they should at least reach out to the community instead of having, and I'm just being real, instead of having Stephen A. Smith, who is a direct enemy, who calls out the fans, who swallows up in small and big opportunities. When it's time to talk back and forth with the player, he put it on the fans. Oh, it's the fans that I can't stand. And laugh and smirk and really get into the uh to the to the things about accident waiting to happen. That that's that, that was that was a real that was a real low blow to all Cowboys community. Nobody wanted to see Stephen A. Smith on draft day or, or, or after the draft or whatever they did with, with Stephen A. Smith or, or with the schedule, it was the schedule release party. Nobody wanted to hear his mouth. Let me know where I'm wrong. Nobody wanted, look, <laughs> we know, we know what he be doing. Oh, Jerry, that's my friend. I'm going to tell you, not everybody that follow you follows you. Not everybody ride with you is with you. And the people that you elevate, that you promote, could just be the Judas willing to stab you. I I, I just, it baffles me. Like, you could have picked any TV personality outside of Shay Sharp, Skip Bayless, and Stephen A. Smith. And then you can throw in the other guy who used to work for the star. Uh, uh, I forgot his name. Archo or something. Emmanuel, right, right. Snake in the grass, right? You got to keep that grass low, you know. But it is what it is. They are the ones with the billion dollars, you know, budget and billionaires. But they worried about me. We on the same team. 
<laughs> I can't make this stuff up. Kwame Brown exposed. <laughs> yeah, Stephen A. Smith talking about, let me sprinkle some of mama's cooking on it while he was down there in those colleges, you know. He still can't answer that, you know. But it is what it is. Appreciate everybody for jumping in. All right, enough of that. I know you guys want to get into the meat and potatoes. All right, so Tyler Smith. Tyler Smith is a guy from the news and the information that's out there playing on the left side. And this is the thing, Cowboy Nation. We had issues, and we had issues and upon issues at that spot on the offensive line. Primarily, these type of issues, when they talk about, (laughs) Craig says Stephen A. Smith is very knowledgeable. (laughs) Wait a minute. Stephen A. Smith is very knowledgeable as it relates to basketball only. Basketball only. Let me repeat, basketball only. Now, he got the gift of gab, and, of course, with that big salary and payday that he got that's sitting in that chair, granted, that is very gifted to go over those type of words. But if I talk to Stephen A. Smith and tell him, what's the quarter defense? What's zone coverage? Where, where, where's the hash? <laughs> where, the, where the Cowboys? If I start speaking any football intel or intellect, I promise you he will just go back to the core basis of substance. But he don't have any knowledge of the game as it relates to football. But granted, He's on the biggest and the brightest of the stage. Disney owns ESPN, multi-billion dollar corporation and company, and he's very well kept over there. So, But moving forward, moving forward, he is knowledgeable of how to ruminate. That's the best way I can say it, if I can put it in any other terms and terminology. But granted, he don't know. He don't, he, he, let me... Let me get back to this stuff over here, man. (laughs) You know, he tried to take that same ploy that he did with the football aspect of it and what he's doing over there on the football side of things with Joe Rogan. I forgot it was MMA. He tried to do the same thing over there, tried to use the gift of gap and, and baby. When I tell you, was it, was it Joe Rogan who split him in half and dissect him and pull his heart out of his chest? Oh, my gosh, man. But to each his own, shout out to him. I have no hatred in my heart at all for Stephen A. Smith. I mean, come on. You know, he is, he is, a, he, he is a, a guy that leaped unbelievable bounds to get to where he's at. Shout out to you, Terrence Steele. Appreciate you, man. It's your birthday. (laughs) 
MMA. Yeah, yeah. He ain't talk about that anymore. He said, you know what, ESPN? I really don't know about this topic and this part of the conversational piece. Let me just skirt on, you know. <laughs> maybe maybe I can talk a little bit, gloss over boxing or what have you, and don't have me to pull up his boxing tape. Come on, I think a third of the people that's watching right now can knock Stephen A flat on his back and can get into a fight with him and knock his hairline back in. You know, that's just what it is. <laughs> now, now the whole situation with KD, Kevin Durant, Shout out to Kevin Durant. I, I did hear noise and news about him. See, you guys staring the show, steering the show today. I did hear news and noise about him uh, possibly coming to Dallas or what have you, Kevin Durant. And and I can only imagine KD and Luca. That that would probably work out better, you know. But neither here nor there. KD just need to leave Stephen A. alone, right? I mean, real man, look. This is this is real facts, one-on-one. Real man don't do a lot of arguing back and forth. That's just the reality of it. I, I'm not finna argue with you back and forth. And the way Shea Sharp handled it was the best way. Shea Sharp said, look, man, I got grandkids, man. You know, I don't have to go back and forth. And KD, he do need to just sit out just a little bit on, on the things that he say on Twitter. But shout out to KD. All will be forgiven. All will be forgiven if he come to Dallas, right? If you, you guys want Kevin Durant? <clears throat> Y'all want Kevin Durant down here in Dallas? Let me know. Kevin Durant and Luca, would they would have put up a better fight? Let me know. Let me know. All right, so back to the Cowboys content. <laughs> this team, as far as the OTAs, is really trying to solve this problem as it relates to the offensive front five. Five guys must be on the same page. Now, we heard news just last week that Tyron Smith, he had to get set out because of his back tightness and back stiffness or what have you. But this week, we didn't hear of that, right? And he got majority of the snaps. Now, Tyler Smith, they are looking at him as a guy that what we had issues with in the past, primarily this W word, weakness, weakness. They said that this offensive line, far as Connor Williams, didn't have a lot of strength. Now we're hearing news coming out of the camp that Tyler Smith, he got strength. He is strong. There's no a lot of weakness in his game. Now, there's probably technique that you have to build around and develop or what have you, but weakness is not part of it. And I do like that because I would rather have someone who's strong that I have to develop with technique versus someone who's weak who I have to develop with technique, if that can make any sense to you guys. (laughs) Law, what's up? Keeping enemies close, right? Appreciate you, Smoke. (laughs) Appreciate you, Smoke. Yeah, uh, I I think that that that's a good way to have it, right? Keep your enemies close. So with that being said, Cowboy Nation, when we think of it and we contextualize it, you must, you must look at this thing and say to yourself, 
All right, Tyler Smith is back into the folds with this team, heading into the real OTAs when we get out there to Oxnard training camp or what have you. If he can continue to develop his technique, then shoot. We're winning. We're flat out winning. Now, the other news is, of course, Tony Pollard. They had him lining lining up in the slot. We already talked about that. Okay, he is viewed to have a contract year to play in this contract year. You got to find one or two things. One being, okay, can he continue to play at the level when he already got it? Two being, what to do with your other running back if you do see that he got it. So, you would never know because what happened normally with the Dallas Cowboys, unfortunately, is that after we pay a person, it just somehow <laughs> the curse of the injury gods come to find us. You know, that's just how it goes, unfortunately. And you don't want to cut your nose off to spite your face. I look at it the best way to have the deodorant on this or to cover this up. Is to utilize both running back. Can somebody do do a quick research on the players that after we paid them, all of a sudden they get injured? <laughs> that's just crazy. And I'm not trying to be uh, crass with it, but that's just how it goes, unfortunately. We pay a person and they get injured. <laughs> it's just the craziest thing. Maybe we have bust a few mirrors. Maybe we have walked under a few ladders, you know. Uh preseason is the first test this is from johnny uh far as far as let me know far as uh also in uh the ota notes or what have you they also talked about the backup quarterback they did they talk about the backup quarterbacks and of course cooper rush is holding down that spot but there's a guy by the name of will greer who also had an unbelievable preseason last year, right? And disappeared, of course, when his name and number was called. I think he was called to play one game last year in the regular season and disappeared. But the Cowboys staffing agency also got this guy by the name of Nussmeyer, who also coached up Will Greer. And uh, they may have a lot of communication. They may understand each other. And from what I'm hearing, and shout out to the Cowboys.com, is that what I'm hearing is that also, also, he could be fighting for that second quarterback role, and we can't wait to see that. Greer is just okay. This is from Craig. I, I feel you. You know, Todd Cook says Jarwin. Yep. Uh, Kansas City, KC just signed left tackle, Orlando Brown. Yeah. I, th- I think so. Appreciate you. Zeke and Tony Pollard both can't get 1,000 yards. Someone will lose lose, blah, 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 lose carries or li- someone will get less carries. This is from D-Boys 90s. Um, <clears throat> it was close last year for getting 1,000 yards apiece, but I feel you, 17 weeks. And Tony Pollard was averaging 5.5 yards per tote. That is quite reasonable. Um, 
I seen that animal catching passes. Yeah, uh, that's from uh, Parsons. Parsons is an unbelievable animal. He is. And shout out to you guys that watched that video. All right, so with that being said, Cowboy Nation, uh, let's play some audio for 105, and then we, we got the phone lines open too, by the way. And let me put the phone number down there below. Uh, Mods, if you can, can you post the numbers so that I can pin it to the top of the screen and uh, we'll get this show going in the right direction. Really appreciate everybody for for being part of this episode, by the way. And while I'm looking for my phone number here, uh, be sure, be sure to hit that like and share this content. Let me give you guys uh, some some, some of this. uh, Oh, they don't want to play. That's okay. Give me one second here. While we give you the phone line for your mind. Where's that phone number at? Come on, phone number. Come on, where you at? Huh. I must have deleted. Here you go. <laughs> it's down at the bottom of the screen now. <laughs> appreciate you. And Jay Lombardi, appreciate you. Let me paint it right here. Here we go. And the phone line for your mind is 657-390-7391 the future of our franchise on a cheap rookie deal and we're just going to tiptoe our way through these off seasons without spending much money I think you're looking at the Chargers as a team that did a lot of things correctly as well Uh, and so those are some of the things I think the Eagles did a good job though don't get me wrong I mean, one of their best things was getting that 2023 first-round pick. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a great move, I felt, especially with the quarterback class for for next year. What was it? Jordan Davis and N'Kobe Dean uh, amongst the highlight defensive players that they added. The trade for A.J. Brown yeah. was really good. Yes. You know, I, I, I think it's going to require the Cowboys to meet them 50% down and for the Eagles to come up. 50% of the way because I still don't think that this Eagles team is a real Super Bowl contender so, or a threat to win a playoff game. Let's recap. You know, you went you went through and uh, and talked about some of the moves they made. 972, who they add. So they signed Hassan Reddick, who came, is coming off a really nice year with the Carolina Panthers. They gave him a three-year, $45 million deal. They were able to bring back Derek Barnett on a reasonable contract. They got Fletcher Cox to take a pay cut, which is huge for them, helped out so the he salary is back. cap. No doubt that um, three-year, $45 million deal was a good one. All right, so the name of this topic is, of course, uh, how much the Eagles closed the gap on the Cowboys, and then we'll break this down, and then we will also pull up some other factors to uh, go over this. I really appreciate everybody for jumping in and being part of this episode, Uh, and thank you guys for being part of this journey as we head over to the – the growing aspect of this channel. And I thank everybody that's watched this channel on Roku as well as Amazon. Thank you guys for getting me over a million views on Roku. Yeah, he they came did, back. Yeah, they, they, okay. they brought him back at a reduced rate. They were unable to find, the Giants were unable to find a trade partner for James Bradbury, their high-priced corner. Mm-hmm. So they had to cut him. Well, the Eagles, who have badly needed cornerback help, then scooped him up off the free agent marker, uh, market, signed him to a one-year $7.3 million deal. You feel great about James Bradbury at that price. Yeah. You didn't feel good about him when you were paying, what, $15 million a year, whatever the Giants were. And him and Darius Slay, that, that's a pretty solid cornerback duo, I would say. Yes. 
And then you have, uh, excuse me, getting choked up. Are you getting emotional about Darius Slay or is it James Bradbury that's got you a little choked up? I think now that you bring up the the tandem duo over there, I'm getting a little nervous. (laughs) Yeah, well, especially when we downgrade at receiver. Hey, we're going to throw a bunch of semi-fajocos at you. I know you got old Darius Slay and Bradbury. Here's a fajoco and a Noah Brown. Right. (laughs) So I I wanted to bring that point up. We, We do see that the Cowboys from a perspective of the unknown. And and I've been saying this for a minute now, the unknown. Well, what I'm saying is that there are known knowns and that there are known unknowns, but there's also unknown unknowns, things we don't know that we don't know. So it has appeared to me that, of course, Noah Brown is Noah Brown, right? <laughs> uh, but Simi Fiohoko, he falls in the realms of the unknown. Six foot three and a half or six foot four wide receiver who is fast, but they they gonna try to use him as a hybrid role, as a hybrid tight end. And when they, when we say that, that doesn't mean that he's a tight end. That means that he he will be lining up in the backfield as well as uh motion and rotated out as the slot. And he can probably run a wheel route right out of the backfield and in a pinch as far as blocking. That is something that I will be looking at far as this OTAs or offseason and what I have the ability to see and watch is can he get in the way, basically. Uh, far as C.D. Lamb, he will be your wide receiver one and then your wide receiver two for right now until Michael Gallup get back out there on the field will be your, yours truly, James Washington. So, when the Cowboys faced the Eagles last season, week three, I believe, I think that Amari Cooper only had one or two catches for like 20 yards or so. I don't have the stat right in front of me. But it was primarily we're going to set up the run to open up the pass, and the Cowboys bullied the Eagles. Now, when we start talking about teams within our division, the Washington football team, who had a decent defense, what have you, I think that their defense was still top last year, believe it or not. And uh, you have the Giants. Let me see just for my mind's sake. Let me make sure that I'm right on that. You know, Let's go right here, and we're going to type in Washington. It's commanders now, but I'm going to still put in football team. Here you go, Washington commanders. Uh-huh. Defense, 13th. So <clears throat> what they're hoping is with Carson Wentz is, is they can get that offense down from 22 to maybe in the 15 or top 13 or what have you. But their defense last season was ranked 13th. And, and, and of course, this is measured by points scored or points allowed or what have you, points allowed. And then we can go into the other uh, advanced analytical stats. But overall, they were 13. The Cowboys last year was 12th. So the Washington team, they don't have a lot that they have to say to themselves, yeah, we had to improve on this because they can make one or two picks themselves to also be a top 10 defense, believe it or not, like Ripley's. 
So when you start thinking about everything and looking at the level of competition, I get it right. It's been forever since the Cowboys repeated as the NFC East champs or what have you, or anybody in this conference or division, I meant to say. So there's no layups at all. No layups. Right? But what my guy Coach Marv and my guy VIP been saying, hey, run the ball. Because Cowboy Nation, when you run the ball, when you run the ball, even though it kind of put deodorant over a lot of stuff, it masks a lot of things, it keeps your defense fresh. In 2016, the Cowboys were ranked sixth in offense, I believe, or five. And the defense, believe it or not, was top five. Defense in the National Football League. Look it up. In 2016. But the deodorant over the musk that we never bathed in was we couldn't really create turnovers on that defense. Look it up. We couldn't create no turnovers on that defense, and we for dog sure couldn't stop the run. But we ran the ball, and we played keep away. Now, if you can mix in some of that philosophy with what we got now, with a better defense now, baby, ooh, la, la, a lot of good things can happen. But let's listen to more of those guys. I really appreciate you guys for tuning in. Let's go. You guys okay? I know it's early and I see y'all all up in here. I love it, baby. <laughs> the absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence. Let's if you go. can stop this yes. one. Uh, but you mentioned, I think, the, the biggest win that they had. And I really hate highlighting how good of an offseason they've had. The first round pick they were able to to get from the Saints. Oh, it was such a weird, think dumb the, thing the Saints did. The Saints are a huge question mark this year because that has the potential to be a very, very high pick. They're talking about a middle round pick. The, and, and uh, Eagles. They have the ability to move up, go and get a quarterback. And I think that's what we all believe is holding back the Eagles. I think they have had a good offseason. Their draft was fantastic. They get Jordan Davis. They get N'Kobe Dean, who could be a steal. They trade for A.J. Brown to pair him with Devontae Smith on draft night. So, all in all, and they, and they take the Jason Kelsey replacement a year from now uh, with the Nebraska Center, and I'm blanking on his name right now, but he, he was a guy I think a lot of people like, thought maybe could be, if not the best, but the number two center overall in the draft. So, they did a lot of good things, but I think what we all believe is probably going to hold them back from maybe being the best team in the NFC East or being a legit contender in the NFC is their quarterback. You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it. <laughs> you can give all of the praises you want about this and that of what the Eagles did. And we've seen storylines like this happen time and time again. And they can have all of the pieces they want on defense. But if you don't have this, the, the plan, and if, and if you think that all of a sudden Jonathan Gannon defense is going to be like a household name of defense playing that song, I got another one waiting for you. But let's listen to more of this. I'm not worried about the Eagles defense. 
on whoever or whatever they got pieces added to. Defense is more of a mentality mindset that must be established. Now, now if those boys grinding it out now, shout out to them. If they grinding it out now, right? If they fool around and say, you know what? We didn't blitz enough last season. That's blitz. Oh, our DBs, even though, you know, we gave up a lot of points or what have you, we want to have our guys, the slaves of the worlds, and as well as the other DB that they picked up, James Bradbury. We want to have them play a little bit closer, right, to the LOS. Or, or we want to have them to bump. Okay, good, cool, all right. Would you be willing to tackle? Hmm? Are you about that tackle life? Are you about that mindset of saying, okay, I'm coming down the field? Let's see if you can do that. Let's listen to more of these guys, though, and I'll break that down a little bit further. Now, let's shift this conversation over to Brian Broaddus here, though, because I want your perspective on it. Getting everything, like, basically on a broadcast ledger right there read to me and trying to think of how the Cowboys improved, they have a chance to be better with uh, Tyler Smith at left guard, but where else have they improved? It seems like the Eagles have improved at you know, at least three or four different spots and maybe five or six, depending on if these picks hit, Brian, where's your, where's your mind in it right yeah, now? Yeah. And, and Wooly boy, Cam Jurgens was the Cam guy, Jurgens, yeah, thank was the you. guy from Nebraska. I didn't want to interrupt you there, but the, the <laughs> thing about it is that I think with the Cowboys, I don't know if it's necessarily about the players. I think it's about maybe a little bit better understanding of what you are as a team and maybe a little bit better understanding, especially on defense. We've, we've kind of talked about, with Dan Quinn, this defensive staff, maybe now it is about your understanding what you can do with Curse and what you could do with, you know, with uh, Parsons and guys like that. Maybe I mean I've seen. <laughs> I know last week and we'll be out there tomorrow for OTAs, the practices. I just see a defense out there that's bouncing around pretty good. I see a little bit of I see some depth there yep. with and and I think it's not so much this year with the Cowboys, but what they did with that draft. Last year, too, defensively, you know, we'll see how that how that all plays. I can't say it's it got better this year with the players. Now, again, you can fix that left guard spot, which I think was a huge hole. But my hope is that the defensive coaches now have a better understanding. You know, they they were one of the better defenses in the league last year, and I think that you that's something you could kind of build on. They that's, also seem they, faster. That's yeah. my hope. I mean, I can't sit there and say, oh, they went out and signed a bunch of players like the Eagles did or, you know, anybody. I just feel like that maybe you have a better feeling going into this season. I mean, and Brian, Brian do have a point there. Uh, let me ask you guys this watching right now. And and, and here's, here's the thing as uh, far as the Eagles. Like I said, man, uh, I, I think I think the world of Jordan Davis and the Kobe Dean, I think that those two guys are, are very good points added to their team or what have you. And shout out to Darius Slay. I think the world of him, Hell State, Mississippi State boy, you know, uh, you, you guys know I'm from Mississippi, and uh, I got a chance to see Darius Slay play out there uh, for, the, for Mississippi State. But, but here's the thing, though, uh, Cowboy Nation. We – Seeing defenses like this before, when we played against tougher defenses like this before, we heard the news and the noise of defenses that the Cowboys don't have a chance against, right? 
and we walked right in there and handed those teams L's. Don't have me to go down my list. But neither here nor there, the same person that they praising about, Slay, what have you, last year. Excuse me, did he play week three? Didn't the Cowboys still beat the Eagles by over 20 points? Oh, Hassan Reddick. Oh, didn't we see him week two? Didn't we still rush for over 150 yards? Collectively, we rushed 200 yards. And they had big boy, big brown inside and Hassan out there on the field. So I don't want people to look at football like when you get players that is a isolated situation that is one-on-one. No, this is not basketball. This is a total team. And just like I got keys to the Beamer, I hand them over to my daughter. Shoot, that doesn't mean that she know how to handle the Beamer. You know what I'm saying? She going to wreck it. because Why? Because she don't have experience to handle said equipment. And that's just how it goes, Cowboy Nation. I, every year is a new year. I see you, fam. You know, this is a new year. 215 is a new year. But you guys been saying the same thing, right? Right. We, we better than the Cowboys. We better than the Cowboys. I feel you. But in the last three visits, you've been holding that L. And the last three visits, it wasn't by four, a few points. <laughs> it wasn't by a few points. It was by some gaudy numbers. And the thing is, with running the ball, you got to start running the ball to say, yeah, I'm, a runner. I'm just going to run the ball. Because there's a trade-off to running. Most teams tend to run when they have the lead. And most teams are not patient enough to get back to running when they down by 10 or down by 14. So we'll find out all day, any day of what, how all of that will transpire for the 2022 season. I, I told a lot of people, Eagles last year, it was Washington fans. Like it was all summer long, <laughs> all summer. I had nothing. You guys remember I do a video every day. Just go back and watch the videos. And you can see the, the comments from Washington fans all last year. And I don't get if anybody from Washington, where Washington Jerome at now? Is anybody from Washington watching this show now? No. No, but they were speaking glowingly because they went to the playoff. They won the division. They wanted to 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 raid on our parade. And we minding our own business. Chilling. We kicking it. We chilling. And the Washington Commanders was all in the chat. You know, I can't find can, – can y'all find me a Washington person right now? <laughs> they quiet. Now, Jay Lombardi, you may have a good point. They quiet now. And they may be – that may be the team. Matter of fact, Cowboys winning this division. Washington is in second place. The Eagles in third. How about that, Eagle fans? You know, <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe the Eagles may finish dead last. And I don't think, you know, you guys can probably beat the Giants. The Giants may be geared up more to play you guys, right? It may fall out just like that. <laughs> hey, Pooh Rattle, say, hey, man, you know, cutting to a T. Report means a lot, and you realize that football, <laughs> football is not an individual sport. Y'all, y'all mark this episode down. It is June the fourth. Law said that Cowboys finishing number one, Washington team number two. <laughs> yeah, baby. The, all the, I think all the pressures on the offensive coaches here. You know, there, there are more. There, 
Last year this time, there were really limited question marks on offense. It was all on defense. And so now I think the tables have been turned a little bit. <laughs> so my hope is that this defense is going to be able to continue to do what it needs to do. Adding players, I don't see it. Maybe a better understanding of what they are to scheme a little better. That's where I think. That's where I think this team got get, a little get better. to a, a running and defense yeah. formula. I yeah, think I think. Yeah, Cowboys I think they. I think they learned. I think they learned through offensively last year, halfway through the season. If you don't run the football, if you don't create opportunities right, right. to run, your quarterback, your offense is going to struggle. Uh-huh. And I think that's the that 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 that's my hope. It's not that they got better. The only thing they got better at is. Maybe that understanding of, okay, what are we deficient at? And now we need to find a way to improve it. When you look across at the Eagles roster, I, I think top to bottom, their roster is better than what the Cowboys have. No! Personally. Uh, I, I don't think, if you looked at their depth chart, I, I don't think that there's a comparison. I think their offensive line's better, and their defensive yeah. line's better, and their receivers are better. Maybe the Cowboys have a better secondary. But we got some question marks because there's a lot of unproven players behind Diggs. Man, dude, he's, he 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 <laughs> smoke weed every day. <laughs> oh, all right. So so shout out to him, man. I, I, I ain't trying to put him down though. But the moment he said maybe the secondary is better, watch I'm gonna hear a bunch of Slays and Bradberries all up in here. But here's the thing, <laughs> Cowboy Nation, Cowboy Nation. When we start breaking down this defense and we start saying that, yeah, you know, this guy's better, that guy's better, this guy in every situation is better. We've been hearing this from day one last year. Last year, all I heard was, hey, man, the Eagles got the better offensive line, right? Hey, man, Jalen Hurts is going to be better than Dak Prescott. Hey, man, the Eagles. Let me know if I'm wrong. Look, look, look. I, I, I will fall on the sword if I'm wrong. But let me know if you guys smoke. Let me know if you didn't say that last year. Like your running back core was better than the Cowboys, right? The Dallas Cowboys. Let me know. And let me know last year that you guys wasn't banging on the table and saying that, hey, y'all got the steal of the draft with your wide receiver, and he's going to be better than any wide receiver. He's already better than Amari Cooper. You know, let me know. Like, y'all said the same thing. It's just that now we got people from all corners of the world saying, hey, man, yeah, this team is a whole lot better. I heard it. I heard it. Look. I heard it from the Washington fan all last year. Shoot. Amari Cooper is good, but Scary Terry is better. Scary Terry is better than C.D. Lamb. Let me know. You can't find a Washington commander fan last year not speaking that glowingly of their, I say, their wide receiver. I've literally heard them say, man, Gibson, shoo, and the tandem that we got, they they better than Ezekiel Elliott. I would rather have Gibson than than Ezekiel Elliott. I've literally heard that. 
I've literally heard that. <laughs> hey, 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 last year the Washington team was saying, um, Chase, Chase Young, generational talent. Yeah, y'all drafted uh, Michael Parsons, but he ain't no Chase. Now, who you would rather have? Would you rather have Chase Young or Michael Parsons? Let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll follow the sword if, if you guys can't find those guys. You know who said that, you know? But it was the same level of optimism. And Jay Lombardi with the party, we did exactly what he put it out there. Sweep, sweep, sweep. So, Craig, are you saying that even if Chase Young never got hurt, that he's with Parsons? I like Chase. You know, shout out to Chase, man. Parsons is a different type of animal, you know. (laughs) Chase is good. Chase is good. But Parsons is better, you know. He's just a whole different type of animal, right? It was one person on the Giants. Shout out to Bad Dog, man. He, he He got upset when Parsons was doing his thing. And, and people were saying that, yeah, he was he was LT, you know. Uh, and, and granted, he have a right to be mad and angry, upset at that, because LT is just LT. I, I would never compare Parsons to LT. They had that one. They, 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 he absolutely had every right to be angry and up, upset at Cowboy fans for saying that, that that's LT, you know. Parsons is LT, Right. And last year, I had every right to be angry at Cowboy fans when they said, you know, believe it or not, sometimes we do take stuff too far. We do. We do take stuff too far. Too far. When we was on that run, you guys remember that run? And um, I think somebody posted that Diggs is better than than Deion Sanders. And I was trying to tell him, like, stop it. I'm a cowboy fan, right? But there's only one prime, you know. <laughs> and and I tried to tell them, they like, Long, yeah, you the real fan. I was like, come on now. I I I know I bring the Kool-Aid. And I know my guy, Mr. Rome, he stirs, he's the stirrer, <laughs> stirrer of the Kool-Aid, right? He stirs the Kool-Aid. And and my guy, Boss Cowboy, he, he's gonna always talk about measure Kool-Aid. And big game James don't want to sip the Kool-Aid at all. But there's sometimes you just gotta realize. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't don't be that cowboy fan, right? And oh, law, you know, you know, law, you know. Dion never had eleven ints. I was like, hold on, hold on, stop it, stop it. And I don't even like Dion like that. Shout out to him, what he's doing to JSU, what have you. I'm still mad at Dion for the 1994. Playoff loss, you know, when he peed out my guy, Michael, the playmaker, Irvin. And even though we won the Super Bowl the following year, I'm still looking at Dion. Hey, shout out what he's doing. But it seems as if, though, he played for every day in the National Football League. <laughs> I said, man, shout out to Dion, though. Shout out to Prime. He played for the Atlanta. That joker played for the, uh, the Cowboys, 49ers. Washington team, the Ravens, that <laughs> P.I. boy. But shout out to Prime for your mind. 
I think there's better upside, but they got to prove a lot. That's my hope is that if you feel like that Philadelphia has gotten better, say offensively, coach, Brown, if you feel, I mean, it's still hurts at quarterback it is but i mean yeah and now aj brown and Devontae smith those are two damn good receivers and you know what it's it's really great to drive ferraris when you don't have the keys to the car yeah but they get a quarterback yeah that's what i'm saying they're in trouble they're setting themselves up we had this conversation for 2023 it could be with oh well the eagles just landed the top quarterback in the draft you know they went and got the alabama kid or somebody or the ohio state kid we're all out on Hurts then, right? We don't well, yeah, think he's I any think, good. I think the, I, yeah, I th- their roster, to me, is more set up until they get a real quarterback. Yeah. That's where I feel like, because your quarterback's still better than theirs. And looking at the picks they have next year, if you know, if you look out of, over the next three years, it's, it is it is an eventuality. The Philadelphia oh, no. Eagles are going to take over this division. They will. They, yeah. no, that, that, the, I think the only thing holding the Eagles back is their quarterback play. Yeah. God, dog. They, they look, look, man. Don't y'all speak too ill of the guy. God, dog. He might come out here and start lighting this thing up. <laughs> That's the only thing I think is holding them back. And, and they have good corners now that are going to be able to match up with whatever two you throw out there. Sure. You don't. I don't think you have an edge in in depth with your wide receivers against their corners like you've enjoyed for about the last eight years. If you did want to know, Barnwell thinks the best offseason in the NFL, the Denver Broncos. Yeah. And- yeah, Barnwell. Oh, well. All right, so here we go. Uh, to watch that full interview or, or excerpt, shout out to 105.3 The Fan. Just go there, click that link in the uh, the chat log there, and you can watch the full thing. And shout out to those guys over there. Uh, <clears throat> read some of the comments that's in the chat. I really appreciate you guys uh, for being part of the community with interactions. Uh, 1052. Y'all let me know how long I've been live. Shout out to you guys. Uh, William Jones says they were crying because all players are so stupid that they wear their jocks backwards. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, shout out to you guys, man. Uh, Robert says it's hard to win in the league. It takes all dubs. Yeah, it takes a, it takes a whole complete team. I think that it was broken down to me uh, is that the football game is the only game that everybody must stand together everyone right like you can have a real good team but if your kicker continue to miss his kicks it don't mean a hill of beans the cowboys witnessed three losses last year to change the mindset of the team like if they won those three games at the kicker all he had to do is make the kick then the team perception would have been different like we would have had a first first round bye, right? It still probably held an L. Who knows, you know? But it goes to the to the point whereas this is a absolute game of, of inches. Shout out to you, Darnell, man. Fifty three minutes, okay, good. We can keep rolling. Uh, you guys okay with everything? Uh, let's go with. Let me see what she's doing right now. Oh yeah, she okay. All right, good. All right, so let's go with uh, this other audio. I'm just going to run through it. And I think that they were talking about, if I can find it, (laughs) I think they were talking about my guy, Dak Prescott. Uh, Did this team regress anyway? Uh, My guy, Brian Bradford, shout out to you, man. Uh, You earned that one. Uh, He says, uh, Bradbury signed a one-year deal. They would have signed him again. They would have to sign him again. That's not 
they not overtaking the division. Yeah, appreciate you, Brian Bradford. Um, but in that deal, believe it or not, I, I believe, like, this is what I'm going to say. And I try to be objective as possible uh, with this. And I, and I get it. We, I'm going to trash talk the Eagles fans. I'm, that's just my whole angle. I'm going to trash talk them. But uh, Howie Roseman, uh, the, the contract for that one-year deal, I think I read that only 250000 of it is guaranteed. So... <laughs> That's crazy, huh? Sign a man for that amount of money, and if he can't make it through camp or if he can't make it through week one or two, ah, cut. Y'all let me know if that's possible. You know, It's, it's only a $7 million deal situation. Shout out to you, Smoke. And I think 250000 Let me know if that's right, uh, Smoke. I think you follow the Eagles, what have you. Uh, I think only 250000 is guaranteed. I'm like, wow, how, how is that even possible? But that Howie Roseman, he know how to he know how to will and deal. That's one thing that I can tell you. If if the Eagles want to be proud of something, if they want to have a cookie, uh, they can look back at that part of it. You know, uh, especially when we talking about those type of things and situation. Let's do this, Cowboy Nation. Um, reach out to me on the Laws Nation at Gmail if you were the person that won. The hat yesterday. Um, but what I'm going to do is just for kicks, we're going to run it back one more time. And I really appreciate those who, who understand. I want to give these uh, items and merch away uh, for those who, who participated and gave to the channel for last month. So uh, give me one second here. Let me set this up. And I really appreciate everybody for tuning in uh, to this episode, by the way. Here we go. And we're going to run this Will of Names again. Let's do it. Let's go. Time to run it up. Run it up, baby. I wake up. Yeah. I wake up. Flex. Thumbs down that check. No drip this. Tell him run it up. No sleep, no rest. All right, we got a winner. <laughs> I know the thing cut off his uh, name. It looked like my guy Jay Versick. Let me see. Oh, yeah. Jay Versing, you are the winner, man. Tell him run it. Stretch. Hit me up, Jay Versing. I, I think you one of the mods, too, man. Jay Versing, hit me up, man, via DME, um, IG, Twitter, and, and I'm going to send his hat off to you, man. And I got the... See Cowboy Nation. See Cowboys.com. I give back to the to the community. Let me know what giveaways y'all did. You know, I just play with y'all. <laughs> I got the bag and everything. Cowboys Pro Shop is going in the mail, fam. So hit me up, Jay Versick. Hit me up, man, so that we can. Shout out to my guy, man. No time. No rhyme or reason or any time. When I go live, Jay Versus is somewhere nearby, <laughs> and he always g giving me some good stuff, man. So I really appreciate Jay Versus. Yep. So shout out to you, Jay Versic, man. I really appreciate you, man. Uh, I thought. Man, don't wanna. Hold on. Give me one second here. 
Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Appreciate you, Jay Versick, man. Let me play this one more song. I ran up a check, I might do it again. Enemies close, have me thinking they're friends. Ten toes down, I'll be free until the end. Crib outside the city, I don't feel safe in my hands. Here we go. Took so many years, I'm just waiting for the wins. I'm in debt to no one but the one who took my sins. I do it for real, there's no reason to pretend. If I do it once, I, I do, do it, it again. Add it up, add it up. Bankroll, bankroll. Euro, euro. Get that wheel up Bank off the screen now. Add it up, add it up. Appreciate everybody, man, jumping in. Shout out to Jay Versick, man. Uh, always been a person that's here following the channel in the good way, the right way, and supporting. Uh, I need to clean up my, my cue right here. Y'all bear with me. Get out of the way, thing. <laughs> Appreciate y'all, man. All right, so with that being said, let's listen to some of this audio before uh, we wrap everything up, man. I really appreciate everybody for being part of this. Uh, Jay Versick, I know you somewhere in here, Jay Versick. <laughs> Dotson and McLaurin, no joke. This is from KK. Uh huh. So uh, are, are you rolling out saying, KK, uh, that the Washington wide receivers are better? Then the Dallas Cowboys wide receiver. Are, are you literally saying that now already? Are you saying that? Let me know. I need to know. Because let's listen to this audio, though. Let's listen to this on right here. <clears throat> I am. I'm worried about the Cowboys because Cowboys aren't going to be as competitive this year as they were last year. Mm. Reason that plagues me, not necessarily as a Cowboys fan, but as a fan of sports. Football is better when the Cowboys are great. Think about the energy last year there was. Yeah. It was great. I wanted the Cowboys to go all the way to, all the, way to the Super Bowl because it would just make for great storylines. Mm. Unfortunately, it's going to be worse this year for, for the Cowboys than it was last year. This year. They took a step back. And if they didn't take a step back, everybody else took a step forward. Mm. 12.42, track and field time. Here we go. Favorite thing about track, and I spent probably 30 to 45 minutes discussing this concept yesterday, it's not about acceleration, Cell. Mm. It's not. You know this. Yeah, yeah. It's about deceleration. Yeah, yeah. Y'all got to understand, when you see Usain Bolt blaze a track, it's not that he was accelerating. Yeah, Jay Versick, man, you won, man. You won the hat. You won this hat right here, Jay Versick. Um, just hit me up. Hit me up, uh, give me your address, and I'll mail it off, man, um, to your location. You can hit me up via the uh, Instagram or Facebook DMs or Twitter DM with your address, and you will have this hat mailed off to you at your convenience or anytime you have a chance so man uh hit me up you want just rewind i get i did it we had a whole party man we had balloons and everything's jumping out <laughs> we had a whole bunch of part we had a whole bunch of parties for you man just, just get on over here and send me your information eating the fastest it's that he was decelerating the slowest mm -hmm. so it's not truly about everybody how fast they're getting it's just making sure that them cats around you ain't getting faster Mm. Problem. Eagles, Giants, Commanders, all getting faster, 
So it's not the big, it's not as big an issue that the Cowboys didn't get that great this offseason. No, man. Mm. The problem was everybody else, Eagles, Giants, Commanders, all of them cats in comparison to the Cowboys. Mm. Boy, did they make progress in these last little bits. Mm. All right. So with that being said, Cowboy Nation, uh, I, I do, as <laughs> I said, <laughs> J215 says, remember, 27 years. And, you know, the craziest thing of it all, the Cowboys been 27 years of not winning and no one caught up. That's the, that's the other thing. So when people mention, like, from other divisions that, hey, it's been 27 years, but in the same breath, it also speaks volumes of where we are, what we have accomplished, and they still haven't caught up. So it's still a negative flow for them. So for the past 27 years, which is a long time, a long time, that the opposing teams have not caught up or passed. Well, we, we can literally argue, if you're a Giants fan, you can argue like, yeah, we got four. We, you only one more ahead of me. But anyone else, that same number is a blowback on you because you have not caught up. You haven't seen or felt the level of success. And even if you want to count those rings or those championships or titles before the integrations of the word Super Bowl or before the other teams were added when there was only four teams or what have you, and you still want to count those titles when, you know, look, I don't think alcohol was free. For the for the general population, right? You had to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Prohibition was it was still in effect, right? So neither here nor there. If you, even if you want to count those, I think that number is still less than five. My goodness, man! So twenty seven years of still looking up. It goes to this point right here that I believe that the Philadelphia Eagles are the strongest team as far as fan bases in this particular division because they got so much neck muscles of looking up that they got stomach muscles on their neck because they looking up to the Washington team. They looking up to the Giants team. They are looking up to the Dallas Cowboys team. They literally continue to look up. They are at the bottom. And all they can go off of is, yes, they won more playoff games within the last 27 years, but they don't have the results, but only one ring. <laughs> that was easy. Think about the Cowboys offseason. You lost Amari Cooper. You lost Cedric Wilson. You lost Lyle Collins. To me, those are the big losses. Yeah. Some people might think Cedric Wilson not that big a loss. Boy, as a gadget player, as a third-slash-fourth receiver, Cedric Wilson puts a little bit of fear in the defensive mind. And Amari Cooper, he's a big fear in the defensive mind. Meanwhile, the Eagles added A.J. Brown. The Eagles added Hassan Reddick. The Eagles added Jordan Davis. The Eagles added N'Kobe Dean. The Eagles added A.J. Brown. Say it again. The Giants, <laughs> when you think about what they did, Kayvon Thibodeau in the first round. Mm. Evan, Evan Neal in the first round. Mm. Then Washington, when you think about what they did, Jahan. Oh, 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 oh. Sam Williams, he got a sack on the quarterback. 
Oh, Evan Nils was on him. Okay. Oh, the Giants, they drafted Evan Nils. And last I checked, yeah, I get it. Thibodeau is a good, bad brother who got some band on him. And uh, uh, what's the other guy on the opposite side? He was pretty good. Uh, Jalari, I think that's his name. He was pretty good. But last I checked, didn't Sam Williams have more productions as it relates to sacks and forced fumbles? And uh, I think he scored a touchdown, then Thibodeau. But right now, the creme de la creme, the creme that everybody's looking at is where they was drafted at. But that goes back to what I'm saying. The, 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 the unknown, you know, the, the area of the unknown. Here we go. Because you don't have evidence that something does exist does not mean that you have evidence that something doesn't exist. John <laughs> Dotson, they all added threats offensively. Mm. Jahan Dotson, A.J. Brown, dudes. Cowboys lost, dudes. So it's not really a matter of did the Cowboys take a step back. The real question you have to ask yourself is how many leaps and bounds mm. did everybody else in the division take? Because if the Cowboys took a step forward, it's irrelevant. If the Eagles took a leap forward, the Commanders took a leap forward, and the Giants took a leap forward. And I can assure you that all those three teams, they did. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Come on, man. From different perspectives. We have different seats Wallet. in the bleachers watching this track meet. That's okay. Because sometimes if you're not at the finish line, you got to hit your boy. Hey, who won? Who won? It's a photo finish. And you sitting there in midfield, that ain't going to help you. But I always right. get that good seat, big dog. Because you know I'm a national record holder and national champion in track and field. Don't you ever lead off a take with track and field and think you're going to outpace me. Come on, man. Come on with it. Track after I get to this football. <laughs> Cowboys don't have to worry about anything. Cowboys did not take a step back. You got to understand who the Cowboys are. What? They won 12 games last year. They yeah. were in the playoffs. Two yeah. teams from this division found themselves in the playoffs. Let's just be real about it. The Dallas Cowboys mollywopped this division last year. They won. Oh, hold on, hold on. Can you, can, can you say that again, man? You know, I need to hear. Playoffs. Two teams from this division found themselves in the playoffs. Let's just be real about it. The Dallas Cowboys mollywopped this division last year. They won every game. About it. The Dallas Cowboys mollywopped this division last year. They won every game. And the point differential wasn't close. So everyone out of necessity has to take a step forward to compete but even taking a step forward doesn't mean that you have caught up it means that you're potentially closing the gap okay give it to you in track and field terms give it, when give i it used to, to be the national champion when i used to be the national record holder when i used to show up at the track meet i used to hear kids weekend because we race the same kids all, all throughout the, the season time, until yeah. you get into nationals and you get to internationals but every other weekend it's just L.A. cats, right? right? And then you hear one cat, oh, 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 I PR last week. That's good because your PR is Personal. something that I'm normally doing in practice. Mm. You're not good enough for me. Let me take it to you. You just did 295 five times. Acho, what's your bench press? What's the most you've ever bench pressed? 405, sir. Yeah. God. So when you were benching 405, how many times could you do 295? Well, a whole lot of, a whole lot of, right? Yeah. There was a time that Acho could literally walk in the gym, look at what you're so impressed by now, and be like, man, that ain't nothing. That's the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, y'all drafting all these rookies? Oh, y'all took a step forward? 
That ain't nothing. We already won 12 games on y'all. We already went through this whole division unscathed. Most important position in football, quarterback. Who has the best quarterback in that division still? Hey, I want y'all to answer that question, you know. <laughs> I want you guys to answer that question. <laughs> Who got the best quarterback in this division? <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Y'all answer that question. I'm ready, baby. Kawhi Leonard, can you laugh again? <laughs> Emotional damage. Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Let's go to the receiver position. They've upgraded. You keep talking about Mari Cooper lost. That was an upgrade. They got upgraded at the wide receiver position. Oh, it's not, my God, dog, man. Come on, Marcellus. I'm rolling with you, man. I'm riding with you, dog. <sighs> you liar! How you going to say we upgraded at that spot? But I'm going to listen to his his argument. Let's listen to his argument, man. C.D. Lamb. You, oh, really? C.D. Lamb had more targets. C.D. Lamb had more receptions, <sighs> more yards, more yards for reception. Okay, yards after catch. Let me stop. Um, you keep to my Lyle Collins. Dang, boy, that, that, you got to put it in context, man. All right, so I know this is a show, and they, get, they got limited time to response, but that was C.D. did, and I'm not saying that C.D. will regress or what have you. Most talented wide receivers have their coming out party in third year, what have you. And I get it. Jamar Chase, Justin um, uh, Jefferson, uh, all of those boys immediately came out of the gates or what have you, shooting out of that thing, going crazy numbers. Shout out to them. But most, most M-O-S-T wide receivers take to, take it to that third year. And uh, let's see who we have here. Uh we got the 309. You're live. Turn your radio down. Turn your radio down. you live, baby. Hey, love. What's good, man? Cowboy Holic. Hey, hey, turn your radio down, man. Turn, turn, turn me down. <laughs> That's my fan. All right. Talk to me, man. What you got for this episode? Man, I'm well. Yeah, it's been a minute, man. Yeah. I like I like the I love I love that draft. Right. I love that draft. Right. You know, I ain't complaining. Right. I think we better as a team already. As a team, not as like individual people, but they would get better as as we get as you know, they get in sync with one another. Yeah. We'll get better and better. Synchronized. Um, yeah. I I I I tip my hat to C D Lamb. He's He's stepping in some um, big shoes, but I'm quite sure his feet could be able to bust up out of them, you know, because I love C.D. Lamb, and I hope our future going to be like um, Lamb. It's going to be Lamb, Gallup, Tobert, and T.J. Vasher. Simi better step his game up, but I believe Simi could play well enough and I think they're going to probably eventually trade Noah Noah on somewhere. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think that Noah got trade value. Uh, right now, Simi is getting first-team reps. And just to be yeah. fair to Simi, we got to see him out there on a longer period of time versus the little snippets that we get. 
So uh, yeah. I think the Cowboys, they like Simi a little bit over TJ because TJ is not getting those first-team reps right now. So he got Will Greer and uh, Cooper Rush and maybe Ben DiNucci throwing him the ball. So we'll find out what TJ can do, man. But he got he to gotta show us something in the preseason. But he's, he's, he's on the outside looking up right now. And somebody that I got my, my um, hopes up, I love that Marquise Bell. So I, 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 I want him to step in. I know we got, you know, we got KZ and Jerron Curtis, they're my guys. But, you know, I've been watching tape and tape and highlights and highlights. And that guy Cabal, man, he's a hoop, hoop, hoop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dog. He dog all the way, man. Shout out to the dogs out there, man. We, <laughs> we, we love the dogs. And, and how about these Cowboys? I love you, Law. Keep up the great work, man. Man, I appreciate that, man. That goes down to the bottom of my heart, man. I appreciate you, man. Uh, shout out to you, Cowboy Holly. One, One love, man. Appreciate you, fam. One love. Yup, yup. That's a good call from him, man. And, and, and I, I try to be objective as possible, Cowboy Nation, to give you guys my understanding and reasonings of it. It's contagious. Right now, we got the 682. You're live on this Saturday show. Talk to me. What's up, Lo? Nothing to it, man. Talk to me, man. Talk to me. I've been watching your show for a long time, and I love it. And I, I thank you for it. doing what you do. But. I'm 52 years old. Mm-hmm. I have seen the Cowboys go through some things. Right. Now, they used to say we couldn't win the big game before we won the big game. Yeah. Right, right. This is what's going on now. Everybody want to ride this other horse. I'm staying on this silver and blue. Yeah. Right, right. Stay with it. Stick with it. Yep. So we we, we going to get there. But I think, I think it is soon, too. Let me tell you something. I ain't seen this much hate against a team in my life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they rolled, they rolled us in the seventies. Right. Then they turned around. You know, Roger Star back go down. They go ride us again in eighties when we ride with Danny White, cricket, mm-hmm. cricket eyes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> then they get, they rolled against with the against Triangle. Yeah. But he pulled it out. Oh man, see, by you being 52, you understand it better because Cowboys was under immense amount of pressure and heat because they fired Tom Landry, right? And they was like, oh man, this is not working. It was worse. It was the darkest of the darkest days. And they didn't get over it. They didn't get over it until like 90, until the year we pretty much went to the playoff and got all but whooped. We was eleven and five that year. A lot of people fail to oh, realize yeah. that. You hey, remember we were eleven and five. We got up, but what? I remember we was one and fifteen. But yeah. the thing about Tom Landry was that he he was in love with his old players. Yeah, he was. He was in love with his players, you know, and, and that was his only problem. Because Tom Landry still should be one. I mean, I think he's the best coach ever lived. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But if 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 if, if uh, LeBron has never won. This Super Bowl that year, you it might not be the LeBron trophy. It might be the Landry. Landry. The, the, oh man, the, <laughs> in an alternate you know, universe, I believe it is somewhere. <laughs> because if we would, if we we the one that game, it'd be named after Tom Landry right now. Right, right, true that. 
But to, to top all that off, we, we took our beatings. Eagles need to take their beat. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? Of course, y'all got y'all one ring. And y'all ride, 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 ride. No, man, we got five. We working on six right now. And I think that go, go uh, give it to us. Everybody want to down that. No. Dak is a quarterback. He's smart. You know, it takes more than just an arm to win the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, the biggest thing with Dak Prescott is that I'm thinking that if he was the guy that came in after, like, like with the legacy, like right before Romo, then then people would have a different perception. But but by the way it happened, that the Romo situation, the Romo era happened, and then Dak Prescott but come Romo in. Romo was our team. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I think I think the world of Romo. I think that the only problem is with Romo was the coaching. They didn't have yeah. like the coaching. Like I, I really believe if if this coaching staff was with Romo, we would have seen a whole different situation. But we okay, had. Get, that's just my let thoughts. Let me get this. This is why I want to call. Talk to uh, me, man. Talk to me. This wide receiver that we draft told. What you really think of us? Because to me, to me, CD Lamb is an upgrade over over uh. Well, we just lost damn it. Uh, no, Cooper. Cooper to me because I, I he might play better, but but I don't think CD Lamb will ever check himself out of the game. I think they got to drag that youngster off the field. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. that was Amari Cooper's only fault for me. You know, so especially when he got uh, frustrated in the Eagles game. Check you, yourself out. You, you're talking years. about 2019. Uh, yeah. That could have I mean, been that could have been coaching malpractice, man. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I just look at it like notice, this. Go ahead, talk to him. Ever notice he raise, he make a big play? He raises his hand up and get off the field. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he always. I mean, I ain't never seen nothing like that. You'll never see my girl raise her hand up to get off the field. You take half his arm off. He ain't going to raise his hand up to get off the field. <laughs> yeah, I feel you on that one. I feel you on that one, man. I, I got no rebuttal when you compare. Yeah, when you put the playmaker into the mix, there's, there's no rebuttal, man. I appreciate you for calling in. What's your name, fam? My name is LC. LC, man. I'm going I'm to save it down here. LC, <laughs> man. Uh, let me, hold on, hold on before you roll. Hold on. Let me put it. That, that L ain't short for law, is it? Or Larry. No, no. Leonard, okay. <laughs> All right, Leonard. Appreciate you, man. You have a good day and a better tomorrow. You too, love. All right, appreciate it. Good call from him, man. Um, I don't know, man. That 2019 game, matter of fact, for the Eagles beating the Cowboys in that game, I'm glad that they won. I'm flat out glad that they won because if the Cowboys win that game, we will have another year with Jason Garrett. We, And, of course, that will knock us out of the situation as it relates to drafting C.D. Lamb. And we probably would never draft Trayvon Diggs, too. So uh, look, look how the world works, right? The Eagles beat us. Hey, we got knocked out of the playoff game or what have you. And I don't want to hear, hey, man, you get the playoff, a lot of things can change, a lot of things can happen. 
Not under Jason Garrett. That team just wasn't prepared. And I look at it like this too, Cowboy Nation. If you guys want to say, well, Dak Prescott folded up like a wallet in a lawn chair, Ezekiel Elliott uh, disappeared in 2019 as well or what have you in that game, have at it. I think he was coming off of a shoulder injury. And on top of that, in that particular game, we had five drops. And the time that we did get into the red zone, money zone, green zone, remember, that was a big, important play. And my guy, Tony Pollard, fumbled the ball. But that's a story of a different day. I got 832, you live. You've been waiting in here, patient. Talk to me. 832. Oh, you yeah. can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, man. Talk to me, man. What's up, man? This is the first time calling, man. This is Tony Montana. He said, Tony? Every time I listen to Tony Montana, man. Tony Montana, baby. Let me save you in here, man. What's good, man? Talk to me, Tony. Look, man, every, I'm, a, I'm a Cowboys fan, man. I've been a Cowboys fan since 1979. And every time I hear your show, man, I hear all these negative people calling in about this BS about the Cowboys. Right. If you don't like the Cowboys, man, don't listen to the fucking show. Don't call in at all. Yeah. We're going to yeah. win a Super Bowl. Dak Prescott is a good quarterback, my friend. So mm-hmm. stop calling in with this negativity. We don't need Amari Cooper. We don't need Randy Gregory. All that's underneath the bridge, man. We yeah. got new guys. Those yeah. new guys are going to do great, my friend. Yes. So all that negativity, stay away from it, my friend. Like you say. We told, I listened to you one time, and you say, uh, uh, what do you say? You say, uh, uh, never let someone change a point of view unless what they bring makes sense to you. Yeah, yeah. So what they bring don't make sense to me, my friend. Oh, yeah. Ooh, boy, you spitting it at me now. Tony Montana. You you do good work, but I love your show, man. I listen to it all the time, my friend. I appreciate you. I'll be calling back, and I hope these guys. Come back with some positive stuff instead of some negative stuff, my friend. Yes, Good day indeed. to you, my friend. Good day to you, Tony Montana, man. Appreciate you, my brother. That's a good call from him, man. Oh, my gosh, man. That's a really good call from him. I, I love it, man. Uh, <laughs> Tony Montana, you know. Hey, Cowboy Nation, he's spitting the truth over there, you know. And, and on top of that, those are things that, that we all have to take under consideration that, you know, there's one thing a man should always do is mainly be true. Never allow someone to change your point of view unless what they bring makes sense to you. So uh, that's his uh, statement from what I say. But I love it because when I hear things being echoed back, that let me know I got a good impact, baby. Let's go. Uh, MJ, this is MJ. What's up? Hello? What up? What up, what up, fam? Talk to me, man. <laughs> you live on a beautiful Saturday, man. Talk to me. Hello? Uh, here we go. Hello, hello, hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, okay. What's up, Law? What's up? It, I like Tony Montana. He sounds like me. Welcome <laughs> to the team, Tony Montana. Tony Montana. <laughs> you keeping it real? Keeping yeah. it real, my brother. Hey, Law, I just heard 
I watched a show the other day on um, your boy Mark, Big Mark, uh-huh. and he played a thing. And I told you, Cardboard fans, uh-huh. guess what he said, bro? What he said? Three knows Amari Cooper, Wilson, Lana Collins, and uh-huh. the holder. Uh, what's the uh, guard that we got rid of? Um, that went to Miami. Oh, Connor Williams. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 The four, the four knows. Uh-huh. All of them gone. Thank God. You gotta remember, Cowboy fans. We got new people that played last year. That's even better. They're even bigger. They're even faster. And in the camp, they're gonna make that. Breath. I'm telling y'all right now. When y'all go to that camp. Mm-hmm. That defense gonna make it so hard for Dak Prescott to throw. When he come to the regular season, he gonna be a one because they faster. Mm. That defense is so fast. Them corners four threes, four fours. It's gonna make the receivers have to work. That's good, guys. Right, 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 right. When it comes right. to the regular season, it's gonna make Dak Prescott a beast. Mm. And watch what happens. We gonna be kicking some butt. Don't worry about the mother players. I keep saying, y'all, Wilson is not uh, uh, what's the all pro that played for San Francisco? All oh, pro. Jerry Rice. Jerry Wilson Rice, is man. not Jerry Rice, guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everyone we lost, oh, Jerry Rice. Come on. No, no. We got no. young boys that's going to be better. Uh, I'm telling you right now, the, the, the kid, Tober. It's going to have over 1,000 yards catching. Mm-hmm. Washington, it's going to have about 800 and 900 yards catching. D.D. Lamb going to have about 12 to 1,400 yards. They're going to be a beast. That running game, watch, this year, we're going to be smacking. They think it was worse last year. It's going to be even worse this year. Mm. Everybody, and everybody's going to jump on the bad way. No, all you fair-weather uh, uh, producers and commentators, please don't jump on our team. Bandwagon. We right. want y'all to keep hating. All I gotta say, Super Bowl, we gonna make it. We gonna get there. This is gonna be the year. Cause these boys went in there and laughed, and they working. They know everybody talking about them. They gonna be, like you say, steel cut steel. Mm. How about them Cowboys? Love your show. Happy Sabbath. Let's get it. Super Let's Bowl. get it, man. I love it, man. I appreciate you, man. I I love it, man. I'll give you your mafia music, man. If I can find it. <laughs> uh, uh, here it is, right here, I believe. Here, I'm proud to find it for you. There you go. <laughs> for Tony Montana and my guy MJ. <laughs> Yo. Appreciate you, man. Tony Montana. At MJ, the Mafia Ties, baby. Appreciate you. Hey, MJ, let me hear you once again say, How about them Cowboys? Let's go. (laughs) Oh, my goodness, man. The Mafia is here, baby. Shout out to the Mafia people, man. Tony Montana We got it baby The Godfather The good guys 
Yeah, y'all know how this thing goes. Cowboy Nation, we lit, baby. One way or another, let's continue to grind, to shine. Y'all know how this thing work with your mind. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all know how this goes. Y'all know exactly how this goes. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. It's enough mafia music in the air and everything, but appreciate you. All right, I got the 720. You're live. What up, Law? Nothing to it, man. Talk to me, man. Talk to me. Oh, man, this is Tory from Denver, man. D.C., Dallas Cowboys, so. <laughs> <laughs> D.C., man. Talk to me, man. Talk to me. Tory. Hey, Law, so everybody talking about Simi Foco, talking about he can't do it. Now, only thing I'm going to say is that when it comes down to it, all it's going to take is time on the field, you know? And I think he has the speed to replace Cedric Wilson especially at that slot area. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you think law? Um, <clears throat> here's what I want to, to, to say about this. Three years ago, no one was even talking about Cedric Wilson. Right. And just before last year, a lot of people wasn't talking about Cedric Wilson. Now, all of a sudden he's the important piece of this offense. Now, granted, Cedric Wilson was drafted the same year, I believe, that Michael Gallup was here. And I like Cedric. I like Cedric. Same mm-hmm. could be said about Simi Fihoko. A lot of times, if we were to talk about Cedric in his second year, people would be saying the same, right? They were saying, like, man, it's a six-round draft pick, man. He got some potentials, but, man, he ain't going to live up to that, you know? He he got some separation on his rap, but he's not fast, and he's so frail. I, I want people to understand, give it enough time for Simi to showcase his talent out there so that when we see Simi, that you know for sure he's big, he's six foot four runs a 4-3-40, and on top of that, he getting first-team reps. He could be he could be just like Miles Austin was for the Cowboys, minus the hamstrings. Hey, and hopefully minus the Kardashian, too. Oh, yeah. Well, well <laughs> I, want, I want Simi to play so well that all of a sudden, is one of those Kardashians or Jenny, Jenners or whatever – are, are they available? They probably try to holler at him. I think, but he's married, though. I think Simi is married, though. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's not get him in trouble, Law. No, I don't want to get him in trouble, but I want him to be desired, right? All of a sudden, the Kardashians be like, hey, is Simi, he's still available. <laughs> but neither here nor there. I think that this will be the year for the uh, for, for the for the Bond man, you know, uh, the, the ponytail hanging out of the back uh, for Simi to show us something. Most definitely, Law. Appreciate you taking my call, man. Keep up the good one, brother. Support the channel. Anytime, man. Appreciate you. DC for life. Uh, about to say, <laughs> Bruce Jenner. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm not finna talk anything ill of Bruce or any other things that's going on with the Kardashian family. We love them. We support them, and we root for them and everything. <laughs> FBI, open up!
You know, I ain't finna talk about that community, man. Uh, we, we love all communities over here on the Law Nation show. So I know that this is what Pride Month, all pride to all pride people. You know, let's go. Uh, 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 in general, speaking of that and those type of things, because I definitely don't want to get hit with the. What happened to Law? <laughs> He's canceled. They the council law. <laughs> all right, man. Let's let's go back and listen to this audio, man. That was all of the callers in, man. The call line is still open. It's eleven four thirty four. Let's go. Never played 16 for him. Hurt, drug, drug issue and drug testing issue. I digress. Cedric Wilson, yeah, that's going to hurt a little bit, but James Washington can absorb some of that as well. I look at the Dallas Cowboys like staying the same may be the best thing for these guys. Some of those departures have been upgraded. And you looking at them like they took a step back? No, people took a step forward, but they have not caught up. The difference... Hey, he's speaking some good points. Far as um, how can I say this in a better way? Prospecting goes, upside goes. Who has who? Who got a higher upside? Cedric Wilson or James Washington? like potential base if you want to look at that if we were able to take cedric and shout out to my guy Ceddy, you know it's my dog and elevate him to where he's at right and he was a six-round draft pick and to my thoughts and to my understanding shout out to you king appreciate you for jumping in and to my thoughts and to my understanding wasn't James Washington a, uh, a third or a fourth round draft pick? Yeah, you guys can let me know, and maybe he can live up to his expectations. Hmm? Between the Cowboys and the Eagles was too negligible for us to ignore the advance the Eagles have made this season. Say, Think about the Cowboys say. won 12 last year. Yeah. Eagles won nine last year. Yeah, that's a big We're difference. talking about three games. That's a whole lot of. Given the fact that you play each other twice, we're talking about a game and a half. You feel me? Like it's three <laughs> games that have been separate opponents. <laughs> You're doing that. But versus each other, okay. it's really a game and a half. Okay. We're going. But further than that. We're going. What we know it takes to win in the NFL now is two dudes at the wide receiver position. Does it? It does. Win. Cincinnati Where? Bengals uh, played in the Super Bowl uh, versus the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, the Bengals had Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. Man, get out of here, dude. Hello. Come on, man. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? Here's the thing. They got Joe Burrows. Man. Now, call me crazy, but if the Eagles had Joe Burrows or, or even Justin Herbert, I would be singing a whole different tune over here. Now, come on. Let me know in the chat right now. If you are an Eagles fan, if you had Joe Burrows, we wouldn't even be having this conversation right about now. Let me know. Let me know. Because we're talking about a whole different situation and scenario. And last I checked, you guys were banging on the table saying that, hey, y'all got the best offensive line in the league. And majority of the NFL agreed that Joe Burrow played under the worst offensive line in the league. And you give Joe, I guess you can say, A.J. Brown 
and Devontae Smith. Okay. But y'all don't have him. Come on, man. Let's listen to this guy. Let me see what he's trying to pull up out the ether. Let's see. The Rams had Odell Beckham Cooper Cup. They had O. The year before? They didn't have him all. Not the Dale. The Bucks. Mm-hmm. They played the Chiefs. The Bucks had Antonio Brown, Mike Evans. The Chiefs had Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey. If you want to talk about the conference championship games mm-hmm. or the real good teams this past year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bills had Gabriel Davis, Stephon Diggs. Again, the Chiefs this year, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey. He showed up that day. He had four touchdowns, 200 yards. He paid himself into the two dudes at wide receiver. I'm listening. The Eagles, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. The Commanders, Scary Terry, Jahan Dawson. Uh, I thought we, I thought we, uh, <laughs> I thought we retired that day of Scary Terry. I thought for sure the Cowboys retired that name Scary Terry because it wasn't scary when you had Trayvon Diggs over there, Terry. <sighs> uh, <laughs> I can't make this stuff up. You know, if the Cowboys had literally, a Mar- let me just now move Amari Cooper out the way. If we just had C.D. Lamb, and, of course, Jalen Tolbert, James Washington. And let's just pick up Quez Watkins uh, uh, off the Eagles. They would be literally saying, hey, man, shoot Quez Watkins, man. Last year, let's say, for example, if Quez Watkins was on this team and we couldn't keep him if he going to another team, the Cowboys media and everybody else would be saying, hey, man, Shoot, the Cowboys won't be the same without Quez Watkins, right? See, we don't get that. And I hope you guys don't understand that, what I'm saying. It's that we take players and we elevate players with their value. Think about this. Before, and I get it, I I, I got a, a marathon going on over there on Twitter because of my statement that I said about my guy, Tony Romo. And I brought up the fact that if Dak Prescott threw for 19 interceptions in one season, you guys would crucifix him. You guys would reverse crucifix him or crucify him or what have you. And I literally said that Amari Cooper, before coming to Dallas, was considered to some of the people a bust. Not saying that he was a bust, was considered a bust. He revived his career. It worked in unison. Same could be said to my guy, Randall Cobb. He was washed. He was done. But when he got here, revived his career. Right? Took his bag to Texas. Realized that, hey, it's not the same. And went back to Green Bay. And went back to those mediocre numbers too, by the way. But here's another situation and scenario. Cole Beasley, while he was in Dallas, that little short stay with the Cowboys under Dak Prescott or with Dak Prescott, had his better career. Of course, he had better numbers with Josh Allen. But before Josh Allen, he had his better career with Dak. 
watch. There's going to be a wide receiver, mark my word, that you guys definitely don't see, don't know, right about now, is going to be. The absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence. Well, what I'm saying is that there are known knowns and that there are known unknowns, but there's also unknown unknowns, things we don't know that we don't know. So you understand the words I'm saying to you. Yeah. But the Cowboys, oh. Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb. Oh, now just C.D. Lamb. The difference was too negligible, Sal. It takes two. It Rob takes Bates. I know Rob two. Bates. <laughs> so as I look at it, negligible. where are the Cowboys too, big dog? Who you call when me? I talk about everybody else taking steps forward, Commanders took a step forward. Eagles took a step forward. Commanders had one last year. What? Scary Terry McLaurin. What? The Eagles had one last year. Devontae Smith. <laughs> the Eagles... Got there too. Commanders got there too. Cowboys had two last year. They lost. They won. It takes two. Cowboys ain't got two no more. Everybody else is caught up. Get your little sorry, slow son away from me when I'm 11 years old tomorrow. I'm getting faster. Oh, I'm PRing. I'm going to beat you. Not this year, homeboy, because I know who I am. I know who these Dallas Cowboys are. Love you, Acho, but come on. Negligible. So small or unimportant as to be not worth considering. Insignificant. Acho, you ever play? I get him. played in the NFL and won a game 51-26? to 26? You're taking off the shoulder pads in the third quarter saying, hey, what's up to the cheerleaders? Hey, how y'all doing? I know we're not supposed to talk, but hey, I'm still at work too. Um, you ever won a game, Acho, 41-21? You take off your shoulder pads early fourth quarter. Hey, I know we ain't supposed to talk, but hey, camera's here and we ain't doing no. What's up, girl? Acho, that's how the Cowboys beat the Eagles last year. And you keep talking about this negligible difference. It's innegligible. It's so big. They went 6-0 in the division. The score average was 40-18. to 18. Commanders, Giants, Eagles. Average them out 40-18. to 18. Dog, that's not negligible. If you win games 40 to 18, you smashing cats. Smash like I was in 1986. <laughs> <laughs> National <laughs> Championship smashing. Oh my gosh, man. Oh my gosh, man. Oh my gosh, man. Oh my goodness, man. Hey, y'all, y'all check out Speak for Yourself, that episode, man. I'm going to post it in this uh, chat right there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, which side are you guys picking? Did they took a step backwards or did they take a step forward? <laughs> I think that the Cowboys open, openly speaking to you guys when I look at what they did in the draft. They drafted Tyler Smith, that's physical size, and we're hearing news from the OTA's camp that he is strong. I would rather hear news of someone being strong versus someone, hey, man, that dude got good technique, and if he get his technique down, the strength become. No, 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 no. This dude is already strong. We'll work on the technique. I want big body inside. Can't stop me for the nine eight. I gotta sell a million copies. That type of thing, you know. Wanna be a baller, shot caller type of situation. And when we think of the wide receivers deal, 
No glowing reports so far out of Jalen Tolbert. No glowing reports. Nevertheless, from what I heard, that Simi, he did step up, and he's getting first-team reps. James Washington, we know, and I did film assessment on James Washington before. And for all of those that's out here, I think that James Washington is a decent wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. And I think that with this quarterback, you may see more of a situation of James Washington stepping up than the other contemporaries on the other teams as it relates to their wide receiver combo. And I, that, that, that's just me just spitting it out the way I can, Cowboy Nation. I get it, right? A lot of people are going to be looking at that like, nah, law, you know. Uh, but it is what it is at this point. Pay attention. I think that this wide receiver could do some things for the Cowboys in good ways. And when you think of everything else, Cowboy Nation, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Let me see if I got it right here. I do. Let me see if I got it right here. Yep. Let's look into the film. In this that's video, we're looking at. That's what we would do. We we will play some James Washington film. And um, that's just before we roll up out. But I want you guys to understand. Let's do this live then. Let's do a live film review of this about James Washington. Let's look into the film. In this video, we're looking at James Washington. Now, he's 5'11", 214 pounds. He got track and tennis background. So that's why you see him jumping out of the building. He's athletic, dexterity. He got that. High point the ball. And we're going to look at most of these things as we look at his release points. His footwork is pretty good. He's solid in that. He's the third or fourth option for the Steelers. And I'm quite sure thinking that he would be the third or fourth option for the Cowboys. He can play inside the slot or on the outside. So he's versatile in a sense. He's more quick than fast. He got short area quickness. He uses his releases to get open. He's a 4-5 guy. So if you look at this film right here, of course, he's going to use Anthony Brown, sell the inside slant pivot his foot jab step get inside and then he get out on the outside there and high point the ball so solid solid guy for the cowboys as that option and when you look at all of his skill set you'll say man what a good pickup for the cowboys if you use them in that light now think of this think of this this would be a good pressure relief guy for cd lamb or even for Noah Brown and Semi Fihoko. I'm looking at it even when you look at how he high point this ball, he mans up and he get it. Look at his release off the LOS. One thing that I can tell you, his releases are so good. And I believe that comes from his tennis background as well as his track. But watch, cha cha cha, he gets open because if he's so quick, he can sell the outside and then get upfield. And He's not afraid to high point the ball, even if the ball is poorly thrown. But this ball was right on the money. And he just he just mossed this guy, basically. And you can see the height. He's five foot eleven, but he got strong hands. And he pulled his end as a guy out there on the field. I love that aspect of his game. And when you think of all of the skill set that the Cowboys got, you need somebody that can catch that. 50-50 ball and come down with it. Now, passer rating when targeted, yes, he's 83. That's as high as he ever been. And the guy that you got rid of, Amari Cooper, last season was 122. Passer rating when targeted. So, 
that's a big gaping hole there. He's not an Amari Cooper, but he is a guy that can catch these little bubble screens or even a little quick route right here on the edge. And you will see if it's open like this, give it to him. He can give you some yak yard. He's not afraid to get upfield and be a little aggressive. And he only lost one fumble. Uh, the way he runs, he runs and tucked the ball pretty well. And we'll show the one fumble that he lost, but neither here nor there. Look at his footwork. He's quick, and he get upfield, and he's aggressive. I like that. And you got to have that mentality plan at that wide receiver. Watch his release again. And this is against Patrick Peterson. He sells the out and get right inside where the opening at. I love when I see footwork like this. Look, Patrick Peterson... And he got the safety over the top. Once the safety climbed down inside to peek at the tight end that's coming in the middle of the field, this guy, he's going to sell the out, and then he's going to come squeeze right in and find that soft spot. And then Big Ben put it right on the number. Yeah, chop, open up his hip, and it's, it's pretty much over with from there. He need that separation there to high point the ball. Watch how he opened Patrick Peterson. And keep in mind, this is the old Patrick Peterson. But, hey, you get used, you get used. You need to switch to safety if that's the case. But he opened him up. He opened him up. He sailed it out. He planned a boundary tech. And then he squeezes him back inside. And that's separation right there, Cowboy Nation, and everyone that's listening. All right, so watch. And then he high point the ball, and he comes down with the score, and he spikes it. And I believe 23 is Xavier Woods. So he got both of those guys. And Xavier Woods climb inside to pay attention to the... Look at that separation. <laughs> and look at her, baby. Look at that, that separation right there. And he got it by running a good route. And he high point the ball. That's Xavier Woods and that's Patrick Peterson. And he come down with the ball. Good sure hands catcher when the ball is in the air. And he spikes it on him. I like seeing that. All right, so... A little curl, and he gets some yak off of it. And then he makes sure he still extend that hand. He's just not going to go out and say, hey, I'm your friend. He gets the yak yard, and he extends. You know, even though he's going out of bounds, I like saying that. You can throw him a little short route. Not a lot of separation of breakaway speed, but he's fast enough. He was the deep ball threat guy for the Pittsburgh Steelers. As a third or fourth option, I like that and sliding him inside the slot. I like the fact that you got a guy that's poised enough that understand to get vertical, sells it, although the ball is underthrown. I like seeing this because he helps the quarterback out. But think about this. Short area quickness got it. Guy just gets off of his man because he sells it. Like I'm coming across and then his DB have no chance of connecting or keeping up with him. I like it. And he goes untouched basically. Until this guy get him. And that is how you got to run that seam route. When you're running it, you can't give off indicators that you're going to cut or you're going to move up inside. And if that guy is playing a zone principle, you'll find that opening spot. And speaking of opening spot, watch how he creases inside on this seven route. And and he gets there. All right, creases, shifts. And find a soft spot in the zone. Watch how he extend his hands. So I, I like that. That means that he's not a body catcher. And find a soft spot in the zone on that on that route there. I like seeing that. And the ability to come back to the ball or what have you. And look at this. Catching the ball on the out here. 
And we'll see a lot of those passes in this particular offense. Just relief foul. You got so many wide receivers for the Steelers. You spread them and you find your open target and he would do the rest. And I like seeing that Cowboy Nation. Watch James Washington off of this one. Now, he tried to get the more yards. This is the only fumble he gave up in his career. Got got caught being wild with the ball, and he's going to have to better protect the ball if given that opportunity for the Cowboys. And just good heads-up play by the defense for the Titans there. But I just had to show you guys the good, the bad, and the ugly. And speaking of that, let's show you some more of the good right here. This guy's not afraid to split the D. Pay attention to how he set this up. Now, he gives him the out. Remember, I'm talking about he's the tennis guy. Grew up playing tennis and track. And he jab steps on the outside. And he creates that separation there. Receiver turned him. His back is turned. So he's chasing to a point on the field because he already bit for that outside. And now he's chasing. And this DB is safe to have no way of catching up right there. Short area quickness is what he got. And he's able to catch this ball right from Big Band. So when we look at everything, we're looking at short area quickness, foot placement, jab step, able to get the separation. May not seem like a lot, but it is. Watch the separation. That separation, that's NFL separation. Safety have no chance of making a play on that ball. And he catches this touchdown. Now, he don't win them all. And this ball should have been thrown to the outside shoulder. But what we want to look at as the uh, wide receiver versus DB, can he get off a of press? And we can clearly see that James is able to get off press, get him off, not able to jab. And that's separation. Ball should be thrown on the outside shoulder toward the sideline. So only James or the boundary sideline can catch this ball. But unfortunately, it's thrown inside. And of course, uh, the DB is able to make and regain position to get this interception. And it's not James' fault, but you can clearly see that the separation from the LOS is there. Yeah. Throw that thing to the outside shoulder, man. Who knows what could have happened? You know, could have been a touchdown. But um, he just couldn't make a play on that ball. Poorly thrown to the inside of the field there. So we know that James can take and get separation with short area quickness, good footwork. And on top of that, he got subtle speed. The 4-5 speed do translate. We can see that as well when we look at film. Maybe when he come over here to Dallas land, maybe we will see more of a production base out of him as that third or fourth option. But here's another option. The guy, like I said, can crease the middle of the field. Just all about the footwork, foot placement, the release there. He slides inside as the slot finds the opening there. And it just creases it upfield. And what a way to hit him in a little bit in stride there. And that's what I like out of James is his ability to take the yak yard, get open, dexterity of it. And he scores a touchdown as a 50-yard play. And how did this all happen? Because he got good footwork. And on top of that, he come back to the ball. Look, don't allow the ball to hit his body or frame. Come back to the ball. Got over pursuit. Balance as well. He got great balance, good body control. Let's look into the film. In this video, we're looking at James Washington. Now he's five foot eleven. All right, Cowboy Nation, really appreciate you guys watching that film assessment. So here's the thing: we know that James Washington, he got good body control, and as the third 
option for the Cowboys, I don't see that as a problem. I really see that James Washington can play on the outside and the inside, and I think that the same way that you guys are speaking glowingly of Cedric Wilson or spoke glowingly of Randall Cobb when he was here or Cole Beasley when he was here, you would get some of those similar productions out of James Washington. Until someone else showed me other film assessment or other things otherwise, then I rest my case, Cowboy Nation. Uh, Sam uh, says uh, we need Will Fuller. Uh, Will Fuller, he brought, he broke his hand last year or pinky or something like that. He missed out a lot of games. But if you want to bring him in for a camp body to see whether or not he can be a serviceable piece for the Cowboys, I, I don't I don't mind that. But first and foremost, we have to see with what we got right now with the guys that's on the field. Uh, and I believe in order to bring in Will Fuller, you have to cut somebody. You had to cut somebody because I think that we got all of our, all of our spots filled. Uh, the best move for the Cowboys, in my opinion, instead of Will Fuller, would be acquiring Anthony Barr at this point. I, I really want the Cowboys to reach out and grab Anthony Barr, Cowboy Nation. That's my thoughts. That's my thoughts. You know, I I, I do like Will Fuller, but I don't like him uh, to to be on his team to get rid of someone that we don't know what they can bring to the table. I, I would like to see that aspect first. But any anything outside of that, for that one spot before you cut anybody, bring in Anthony Barr. I think Anthony Barr would be more serviceable. Yeah, Brian Bradford said James Washington. You know, y'all got to say it like I said when he scored it. When he scored a touchdown, he will score a touchdown this year. And I'm predicting that it's going to be against maybe the Eagles maybe against the Giants or the Washington team. You know, I want James Washington to score on, on the Washington Commanders. You know, that would be nice. <laughs> Appreciate everybody for watching this episode. Uh, be sure to smash that like button, share this content. What I may do as a staple piece for my channel is at the end, I'll play one of my uh, film assessments or what have you so that you guys can give get a clear uh, ideal of what I bring to the table in the in the community. Uh, oh, we had somebody that was on the phone line. I didn't know. Uh, I'll I'll let one more person call back in, man. Uh, before we rock up out of here, I, I forgot that you was on hold, man. So if you want to call back, let me know, and I can get you before I bounce up out of here. Uh, we supposed to take the little ones out to a uh, uh an event today, and it starts at around two o'clock. So. I got to roll. I got to bounce. You know, I got to be with the little ones on this weekend. You know how it goes, Cowboy Nation. All right, so that was my guy, D-Shift. Okay, yeah, shout out to you, man. You're live. Oh, man, I, I thought you was about to end live. Yeah, yeah, man. The, oh, now, I, I need it. You've been waiting here, man, so I let you be the final caller. Nah, how about man. that, man? <laughs> yeah, man. I, man, I, I, I just pulled up, love. Oh, you did? Uh, okay. Yeah, 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 man. But I have to, you know, make sure I get that like out to you and and, and show the love and adulation. I appreciate you, man. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, all this man Ocho, bro. Like just his wide receiver take. Like we yeah. we, we kind of Jahan Dotson. That's what we doing. Right. We we kind of Jahan Jahan Dotson with, with with Carson Wentz at quarterback. So nah it, it just doesn't make sense to me man you know we've seen over the years and when you got you a, a great quarterback and you know I, I might not be able to get put 
back in that elite category just because the 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 Super Bowls, I'll call them elite. Mm-hmm. But you know that that offends people. But it is what it is. Right, right, right. Let 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 them feel butthurt about it. You know, <laughs> you know. But um, I, I just, I mean, I'm looking at, I'm just kind of looking at the the league, and you know, if you kind of Google best wide receivers in 2021, man, I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's not like there's just far and too many, you know. And I think teams gotta, you gotta overall have at least that one, and we got that one. You know, yeah. CD Lamb is. He's about to step into his prime. As as hard as it was to to lose Amari Cooper, you know, Coop's going into what his eighth year. Yeah. You go and look at just just the greats, and you go look at what their their stat production is by year eight, year nine. It takes a big dip. Yeah. And so, I mean, when we see that decline already starting to happen with Amari, whether it was politics, whether it was his heart, whether it was play calling, whatever it was, uh, that's just. That's just what it is, and, and you gotta you gotta stay progressive. You know, you gotta stay uh, linear with this thing. So, um, when you talk about just everything, when you talk about stepping, a, taking a step forward, I think we just did a lot of things that just don't have too much sizzle to it. They ain't have enough spice for for the people's takes. But at the end of the day, we made all the right moves to just fix this team and fi- address this team to what it was. Um, I mean, you got a guy like Micah Parsons. Like I, I feel like. Michael Parsons might be the most disrespected player in the league right now just because when you undermine this Cowboys team, you don't really consider, like, I mean, this man was making making uh, comparisons to, to Lawrence Taylor. Right. And for everybody in the chat to get on me about that, they weren't comparing him just because he was a defensive rookie of the year because he was a linebacker getting sacks. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just the, it's, it's the way he hit it. You know, we, we know he, we got to let his career play out. There's everybody who wants to pump the brakes on and say, well, let's see what he does year two. But remember – when he was coming out talking his stuff, when he was a rookie, everybody was talking about some pump the brakes. Right. So y'all, can, they, y'all can keep trying to little bro this dude. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you see you, you see, he made DeMarcus Lawrence cut his hair. <laughs> he tried to say, man, I got to get faster, man. Uh, I, I'm big on, uh, 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 like, these uh, Marvel movies or what have you, series. And I watched yeah. The Flash, man, and The Speed Force. And all I can see is reverse flash. He's trying to figure out ways to get faster. He want to get faster. He's trying to figure out ways, how can I get that, 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 that maximum speed so that I can defeat the flash, right? And, and, and right now, that's what D-Law thinking. I got to get faster, man. I need to figure out ways. Let me cut my dreads. Let me change out my pads, you know. Let me put on a cool visor. <laughs> we was kind of in a hostage situation with D-Law because it was kind of like, yeah, we – we really ain't got nobody else to go out and try to pay, nobody else to try to sign. We're not in a position to draft the the, the bosses of the world. Right. And then so you get a Parsons, and it made D-Law understand that this, you know, like the money is cool, and, you know, we remember what it was like when he was trying to get paid and kind of what his attitude was like. And right. Of course, man, get some money. But at the same time, that pride's going to kick in. So the fact that he's making – Ten times as much money as Parsons right now. That's not even good enough for D. Law right now. You know, and, big facts. I ain't, I ain't look at it that way, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, cause yeah, I mean, cause D. Law, he was kind of getting that. I ain't gonna say he was getting that fat cat syndrome, but it was, it was kind of like, it was kind of some incumbency going on. Like, you know, who else you got? I mean, when Parsons came in, like, you know, he started. Hey, I, I can't let a rookie do that to me, but he, he did. 
And yeah, he did. And you know, one thing I always say, man, never get too comfortable. You know, never give the people a comfortable bed. They gave D-Law that comfortable bed. They, No one really challenged him. They were like, okay, what D-Law said, man, we're going to do, we're going to listen. And it was hard for somebody with his stats and his level of productivity to be the leader. So now then well, when I he guess, speaks. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can relate to it like in your line of work. Man, right. Because, you know, you got you got some YouTubers who, man, I'm going to drop a video every month or I'm right. going to make it. I mean, I started, I start, you know, following this cowboy stuff back in maybe about 2008, man. Oh, wow. And, you know, that's when Brian brought us hit the scene. And, uh-huh. and you know, back then they weren't putting out a lot of content, you know. Right. And they just put it out when they put it out. But when they had guys like you, you come along and then later on in the year, Sky, and then, you know, you start dropping a video every day, you kind of had these facts. Fat cat content creators who are like I'm gonna drop when I want to drop. Right. I ain't gonna drop every video every day. But then sh- when they, once they saw the people start going elsewhere, shit, I gotta drop every day. Right. Pot, push and pay I over got, here. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta put in work. It's, it's, it's getting it's getting hot in this kitchen, you know. And, and so, um, man, uh, that that's just that's just what what works gonna make people do. Like you ain't yeah. gonna sit back and watch this man work. So, man, we just got too much young talent. To not ascend, you know, like we got our squad is built up of people who are only going to get better. You can keep, y'all can continue to, yeah, we got to see what they're going to do in year two. We're not saying they're going to have a Hall of Fame career, but when you have this collective amount of people who are just on the the incline and who are ascending, I don't like, we're not like the Eagles line to where, you know, you got all these veterans that that Mm -hmm. you're depending on, like. We're, I mean, Tyron Smith. If if he misses long, longer the days when Tyron Smith missed, that's that's your season. Like we proved that last year. Right. So, um, man, I, I just I'm excited about this team. Uh, people can continue to be pessimistic if they want to, but it's you know, it's DC for real, man. You know what it is, lost. Anytime, man. I appreciate you for calling in, fam. Appreciate right, you. Boy. Yes, indeed. What a good last call for the day, man. And and, and like I said at the beginning, you know, um, I, I I never want this thing to be a competition thing. I, I, I definitely don't. Uh, comparison or comparison, when you do the comparisons, it's it just a robber of all thieves, a robber of all joys. When you start comparing yourself to anyone else, because I'm naturally gifted this is just me. This is just my raw talent. And I would hate for someone to try to mirror in and to try to do the exact same things that I do. And then take what somebody else that's naturally gifted at what they do and mirror it and say, well, law is trying to no, 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 no. But I, I will command the Cowboys community because what we do is such a big situation that now we seeing other communities do the same thing. And it's all love. I, I love when I see the Eagles, the Washington uh, commanders, the Giants community growing just like we grew over here on this platform. But keep in mind, I'm not relegated just to the YouTube. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Twitch, as well as Roku and uh, other platforms as well. And I try to give you guys my thoughts, my insight, my intellect, and my being of the Cowboys, you know, personnel, you know, personal 
flavor that I try to bring to the table, baby, you know? So I don't want you guys to start looking at it like, ah, this guy's better. I I, I tell people, and I, a lot of people think that I say, and remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. It's about my content. No, it's about my voice. You know, I try to put it in that uh, frames of thinking. But I really support all of the Cowboys community, uh, uh, even those who disagree with me, even those who call me out and, and spit upon my name and, and talk bad about me. At the end of the day, man, I just want my Cowboys to win, you know. And, and even if those who look at it like, you know, hey, man, you stealing my content, my ideals, my da-da-da. I feel you. But I'm as original as possible. Man, I'm from Mississippi, Natchez, Mississippi, population of 25,000, you know. And we didn't, we didn't, I didn't grow up with a bunch of Cowboy fans. In my same household, my brother is a 49er fan, my mom is a Saints fan, and I got another brother who is a diehard Eagles fan. Believe it or not, under the same roof. And my stepdad, he just loved any quarterback that's black. That's just his role. You know, <laughs> that's just how he goes. He's not racist or anything, but he just grew up in that time frame. But he always looked at the quarterback as a stronghold on the NFL type of groove. That's me in a nutshell. So I look at it like this, Cowboy Nation. I support all content creators. I support all people that do their thing, their groove. On Instagram, it's a whole different world. Whole different world. It's people without faces. They got content that they produce and put out good facts that you can fall in love with and you can use those facts. And there's people in the Facebook community. Man, it's very personal. When somebody reach out to you in Facebook, you click on their profile, you can see, man, they got sons, daughters, you know, that they really love this team, that they really relish the time that they have watching Cowboys content, Right. And I think that that's what I bring to the table versus a corporation. I don't think that if you guys jump in to, um, let me see, Cowboy. I'm not picking on them on, on Cowboys.com. If you come comment to them, I don't think that they will interact. I don't think that they will look at it and say, hey, you know, we value your opinion. But if you comment over here, I at least will value your opinion, whether you whether I heart it. Or whether I, I say, hey, man, look at this. I had a guy that reached out to me, not going to call his name out. He kept preaching out, loud, loud, iron doesn't sharpen iron. Stone sharpen iron. That's not it, you know. <laughs> it all sounds like, nah, dog, you know, iron sharpens iron. You know, it don't. And he might not know it. But I'm pulling that reference from Proverbs 27 and 17. Iron sharpens iron, you know, and when you sharpen the iron, sharpen iron, the reason being is if you take an anvil, which is pure metal, which is pure iron, and they heat the other substance of the iron, and they make sure that the temperature is so hot and heated and ready, they begin to bang of it with that anvil. And they sharpen it with the, of course, you can have an edge stone. But one thing you can't do with stone is put a lot of pressure and a lot of heat on it, baby. Because eventually that heat and that pressure to that stone will weaken said stone. Cowboy Nation, hear me out. But that iron is bendable, it's shapeable, and you can sharpen it and make it sharper. 
You see, it's about those type of things, Cowboy Nation, that I might as well go ahead and give you guys my ending soliloquy. That when you start looking at it, it doesn't matter how sharp you started off at, but if you continue to knock down a tree with your axe, guess what? News flash, it don't get sharp. But if you take that same said axe and start grinding and chipping it away at another piece of iron, that iron then in return gets a little bit sharper, a little bit more dangerous. And if you apply heat to it, baby, it can pretty much cut through all of those trees. But here's the thing, Cowboy Nation. You got to make sure that you install in some trees to knock down so that you can separate the weak from the strength. And this is what this Oxnard and OTAs are all about, Cowboy Nation, is separating the weak from the strength. I really need D-Law to go up against more iron, right? And I need that iron to go up against D-Law because in the reality of it, that is gonna sharpen and make everything better. You see, what happened was, is that back in the days, the Cowboys was really comfortable with D-Law and said, hey, here's your bed. Matter of fact, we're gonna fold up your bed. We're gonna wash those sheets when it's needed. We are not gonna look at this situation as putting more fire on you. We're not gonna look at this situation where it's we then in return. It's gonna bring in something else that can be sharp to be comparable to you. So that's why we had the tacos of the world. Wasn't really a competition, by the way. But now, Cowboy Nation, we got a guy by the name of Parsons who's not afraid to say, yeah, 10 is your goal. Because back in the days when D-Law said, I'm gonna be a double-digit sack leader, no one else opened up their mouth. No one else spit out what they said that they was gonna do. It was end of story. But as you guys putting fire down in the chat, understand that now we got an alpha dog that's out there said, oh, excuse me, you gonna put down only 10? News flash, I got 20 of them. Don't have me to go up that number. I got 25 lighters on the dresser. Yes, sir. It's about to get paid, baby. Because, oh, they gave you their coins? Man, wait till you see me this year for the 2022 season. And that is the reality of it. Cowboy Nation, I love it. I'm awake, are you? Says Parsons is a wide receiver now, Law. No, he's a mass weapon of destruction who will destroy his enemy and spite them in their faces. Write this one down, Cowboy Nation. There's one thing a man should always do, mainly to himself be true. Never allow someone to change your point of view unless what they bring makes sense to you. Never judge a man by sight alone, nor by the height he has grown. And when speaking, keep it at a moderate tone, because raised voices turns hearts into stone. You see, in the beginning, it was brother, I will ride with brother, roll with brother. I don't mind this guy helping out me in this situation. 
the morals of life, live love and respect for another. Then there are those who will try to be smart. They will take a decent man and alter his heart until they seek to rip him apart. Those man, no man, should call a friend because they bend lives around the truth until they meet their end. There are those that will follow you, but not really following you. There are those that say, hey, I'm riding with you. And they got the butter knife ready to shank you. Ready to smear your name, sully your thoughts, take the credit away from you. But if you have an elevated mind, and if you have a good heart, even in the midst of your enemies, you will still work with them. You know, there was a great leader who knew that that person was gonna shank him with the butter knife, basically. And even that leader got down to wash his feet. Let that sink in. I ain't on that level yet. But he knew that that guy was gonna turn on him. Huh? How many of you guys are ready to turn on me after I give you guys all of these hours and y'all refuse to hit that like button? Hit that shared icon. Tell a friend or a neighbor. Let this guy, Law Nation, giving up his time to spit the news and the word of the Cowboys to the community from left and right. How many of you guys are willing to say, hey, get off of Law. He's spitting the truth. I had to pull out the umbrella. Uh-huh. Go Cowboys, that's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. DC for life. Let's go. I'm about here. <laughs> Come on, baby. Y'all follow me before I was putting videos up there or pictures and things like that of the Cowboys practice. Y'all follow me because y'all know I'm going to spit the real. Nowadays, nothing really is ice. Nice. Only one of me and nobody like me. Phone ringing and I tell him it's ice. I got wifey on, y'all, I'm blinging she ice. Freeze, freeze, photo, photo, please, no photos. No, no, jeez, no, 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 please, no photos. Hit the door and the dome and just Come on. whole team here, money some. Still young, but I move like a new Jay Versi, be sure, be sure, be sure, be sure to hit me up. Shoot me a uh, message in your DM because I'm giving away that hat. Tell me you're talking up Wanna get you a ring and you tough enough Wanna get you new things with your pockets though Run it up Come I on. used to be quiet and out of luck Now I move up and move humble cause The hate and the jealousy My mama telling me Count up your blessings and run it up Nowadays Shout out to all of the moms I appreciate y'all so much Phone ringing and I tell them it's ice. I got wifey y'all blinging she ice. Freeze, freeze. Photo. If you're watching and you have not photo. hit that no, like button no, 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 shit No, no, please, no photos I can't give and game away I give it away Come on. I got paid to play today. Shame. I get paid to stay away. I get paid on rainy days. I might make it rain today. I got paid off pain today. Thought it'd take the pain away. Come on. In my own lane, think of roll, I would never sell my only soul. Heard your whole team was for sale. Heard it's on the market for the low. Who the realest we might never know. All the second really you gon' play a role. Give you the world when they sign you up. Try you out and then they line you up. Ooh. Now you're looking hungry, ribs are touching, need some food. Now you're all on live acting surprised, but you was fooled. Boy, get out the way, it's been a day, now you're old news. Now you got the pen and pen.
how you tryna take my moves Nowadays nothing really excites me Only one of me and nobody's like me. Phone ringing and I tell him it's Icy. I got wifey on bling and she Icy. Freeze, Freeze. Photo. photo, please, please. No, photos. No, no. Jeez. Jeez. no no, no no, please, no photos yeah. Nowadays nothing really excites me Only one of me and nobody's like me Phone ringing and I tell him it's Icy. I got wifey on bling and she Come on. What love, baby? Be sure to let a friend or a neighbor know where to go when they tune in to Cowboy Sports Talk and
Until next time, you're right. What the truth? You can't handle the truth. Shout out to you. That's my guy, man. Asmodeus. So the cocaine thing. When does that crash come to play for you? My mom's birthday is on the 9th, so June 9th, that weekend, I will be busy. One love, we up out. Until next time, DC for life. Salute.